Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. Yeah. Kill. Jimmy. PJ. Be Austin a hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hours show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the top. Sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, like the bad five doing prime time. Sports and drama with the speaking minds a little bit. The sports medicine and sports veterans are great. The four for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room. With five yep. nights sets around table. Five silly guys, the first of pride and educated. Somebody over there rumbling their mic. Paul. Yeah. What's good? War Room family, you are once again live in the War Room. Brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers, B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint. And look, man, we're here to review the biggest sports stories of 2022 because we are at that point, man. This is our last show of 2022. There's also a couple of stories from this week that, that are definitely worth a mention. So sit back, relax, end another year with your brothers from other mothers in the war room, the greatest man cave in the history of the planet. Episode 659 starts now. You know what you can do, though. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, um, our Game Time app on, on the GroupMe app. Uh, excuse me, Game Time Group on the Group Me app, uh, IG, wherever, man. You can find us at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Another year in the books. What's going on with y'all? Yo, long live the king. Which one? Long live the Yo. king. <laughs> yeah. Long live the king. He's talking about the boy yeah, Lane. Another one, yo. Talking about the boy An- Lane, Another yo. one. <laughs> another one, man. 2020, 2023 got the greatest, man. Pele, man. Rest in, rest in power. It ain't 2023 yet, though. It, it, it ain't 2023 yet. Yeah, there's going to be some more cats getting out of here in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Woo. 2022 ain't done. Um, <laughs> It's not, you know. I, I can remember back to, like, the the last show of that year probably was somber. That year was trash. Like <laughs> Yo, they got rid of everybody. Yo, but <laughs> got rid no, of but not everybody. even well, yeah, they got rid of everybody. Like not even sports people, just everybody. Like God just saw fit general. to trim the population of Earth in twenty twenty. Um the worst sports year though, I think yeah, I remember twenty sixteen. Everybody was getting yo, I was going yo, I was gonna say that twenty sixteen it was it was sports and entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, sports and entertainment. Like everybody was the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Didn't um, didn't Billy Beige make a song about that? <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Hell, he but. made he, he did a TMZ video. He got he was on TMZ for that. Right, right. He made a song about the the Reaper of 2016. 
So, yeah, 2022 wasn't as bad because even when you look at 2022, and we're going to give off our list before we're out of here of, you know, our rest in pieces for the year, most of the people who went, it was pretty much time to go. So, you know, it, it wasn't as sad and somber as 2016. It was like, damn, how he die? How she die? So, and in 2020, we know how they all died, but damn, everybody shouldn't have died in 2020. All right, so, um, yeah, y'all know what it is, man. Before we get started, we just got to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website or, uh, you know, on one of the many major podcast listening platforms that are out there. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode, um, so don't miss an episode. And if you don't know, our website is warroomsports.com. So shout out to everybody that's still with us on the network, man. If you're into hip-hop, Tissue in the Tape are the guys for you. Shout out to uh, Phil Matic 365 and Davis Backwards. Uh, the Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris. Superstars with Big E, Dante H and Soup. Uh, John Appetit with the Burtons, if you call yourself a foodie. On the Couch with the Wilsons. Uh, shout out to everybody. I hope you guys had a great 2022 on the network, and we look forward to having you all in 2023 as well. All right, so, yeah, before we do get started, I, I, I'm not seeing – oh, no, I'm, I'm wrong. Shout out to Skyview in the, in the chat room. I can see the chat room right now. Um, he said Josh McDaniels can go that away. <laughs> so Skyview's <laughs> starting, starting early with his. But um, let's get into, we're going to start with a little bit of, of, of a different, you know, different twist this evening, since we're going to do the year in review as, you know, pretty much our hot topics. We're going to start with this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book, S-P-O-R-T-S, Smart People, Only Read the Sports. Sports the Book is written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Yo, if y'all are tired of reading that same old bull crap with the same old list rank, imaginary starting lineups, and all the subjective GOAT conversations, man, make sure y'all get y'all a copy of Sports the Book. All right? You can get it at sportsthebook.com, warroomsports.com, amazon.com. Just make sure you... This date in sports history, December 2017 was the day, well, not only the day that Tom Brady through for a VIN record, his 50th touchdown on the season. That's bananas. And it's even more bananas that that record has been broken. Um, the New England Patriots Great. on that day also became the first team in NFL history to finish the regular season with a 16-0 record. We know the Dolphins did it, but they weren't oh. playing 16 games back then. So the Patriots ran the gamut in the regular season, 16-0, and almost finished the deal. But Eli and the Giants said, no. <laughs> and Mercury Morris hating ass was excited. And the rest was history. Yeah, them old heads got drunk that day. A couple of them probably died that night. Um, so how many did we lose in 2007? We weren't on the air Mercury Morris be the one, yo. He finds a way to use social media and that type of stuff. He only even know what Twitter is. 2007, he was on probably was on Black Planet drawing. Black Planet and MySpace, whatever. Hating. All right, that's what's up. So, Jim. Tell everybody what happened this week while they were on the grind. One of these grind stories is wow. 
Absolutely, man. And while you were on the Grizz Naive, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, yeah. go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267205. Make sure you contact them if you need a custom site. Um, you know, I'll ask that number up. I'm just saying it's 267-205-4203. But digitalextremetech.com, man. But while you were on the Grizz Naive, man, there's only a couple of stories you want to talk about. Um, one of them is absolutely insane. But the first one is this, man. we got to give a shout-out to NFL legend, um, you know, hood legend, Warren sports legend, Ed Reed, who was named the new head coach of Bethune-Cookman football. Frederick shout Douglas? Coach Reed. Yes, okay, Reed. You called him Frederick Douglass, B? <laughs> yeah, he do be looking he like Frederick. He looks like Sam Jackson on like Unbreakable uh, on that pick to me, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, Mr. Glass when he's all disheveled. And... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks yeah, like Sam Jackson. I mean, shout the out to him, man. Is... You think this is like, you know, um, you know, D1? I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't. Ed Reed, even though he might be, like, not even might be, he's on that level as a player. I don't think Ed Reed, I don't think there's anybody out there really um, that's on the the level popularity-wise as, not, as not, Deion not Sanders. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, not, from, yeah, not from football. Right, right, right. So, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be the same thing. I think Ed Reed is – Plan this the right way though, because I haven't heard him make any God promises and you know talk about all other HBCUs and all of that kind of stuff. So he's covering himself when a school with better facilities calls later on down the line, and he does you know what he has to do. Um, what I've heard know. people talking about though, you know, everybody, you know, it's a great hire, it's a great hire, this and that. Like, how the hell do we know? Like, we didn't even know Dion was a great hire until. I don't even know Ed Reed was a coach that much at the U. Right, right. Like, we don't know that these people have never coached before. And that's the thing. It's a great hire You can go to HBCUs and become head coaches without putting work in. So this might be the way that everybody starts to go. You know what I mean? In 2022, they say it's a great hire. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. We live in Koloff culture. We love celebrity. You know, ex-athlete. So – so, so from that standpoint, that, that's at least three star. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's kind of what it's gauged on. And when I said Dion, I don't I didn't mean to say that like um he can do what Dion did because Dion is one of one. Um, but maybe I was saying maybe he was inspired by Dion to to kind of make this move. Yeah, um, I mean possibly, but it, I would dig down into like for what reasons though. It could be for what I said. Like, these dudes might realize now, like damn. HBCU will hire us just because we're a name. We don't have to prove then anything. We get our resume up. And we right, we don't have to prove anything. So we go to HBCU, automatically by our name, the recruit, recruiting is going to get better, and they're going to get good, you know, as far as HBCUs go. So this is an easy mm-hmm. stepping stone for anybody with a big name. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at at, at it or whatever, you know. Like I said, as long as you don't come in and talk about what God told you to do, then you know, it, we got it. As a player, um, <laughs> and and honestly, I'll even give Dion this. Both of them were don't get enough credit for how cerebral they were. Like 
Ed literally gets compliments from like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and and other guys. And Bill Belichick. And and Bill Belichick. I think Ed Reed the credit for being that smart. I think Dion does it because he was so brash and flamboyant. Dion doesn't miss out on other stuff. Dion, Dion. Dion is always going to be his intellect is going to be discounted because of the 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 type of Jerry curl that he had and the fact that he let the gold kind of lay on the chest. I say with the Jerry, Jerry curl, fourteen gold chains, Versace glasses, gold yeah. teeth. But he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Like like Dion was so. From that perspective, I expect Ed Reed a different le- level of. Uh, understanding and conveyance of the X's and O's, that doesn't mean that you're going to be a great coach, though, right? Because coaching is, is motivation, it's planning, it's recruiting. Um, I think it's big. I think Ed Reed <clears throat> is significantly more impactful than, say, an Eddie George. But to, to the point made earlier, Dion is a one-of-one, one and he just, you know, he just is. So, Hopefully, Yo, how Ed, many dudes uh, that Eddie George try to recruit know that Eddie George even played football? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Eddie George was a lunch pail, scored a touchdown, get a ball to the <laughs> referee, you know, Yo, play hurt said, type of dude. Many, I many, but I, I, think, I think it's even more than that, man. Fred, like, it wasn't Fred. It was uh, Tobias nailed it because Dion is culture. Dion is on IG. Dion is on TikTok. Dion has someone followed and posting content. Dion's a content creator. Dion Eddie got George theme music. There, Eddie George just sit there and retweet the school. That ain't going to work. <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dion is, is, is amongst the culture, man. Eddie George got, you know, wiped out with celebrity, all that kind of stuff, but he's like a, more of a reserve. And, and don't he's not use a character. it. Don't use it. See, don't use it. see, Dion has a character, which is Prime, Coach Prime. Dion, like, Dion, Dion brought Smut into the locker room to help them learn how to navigate throughout through Smut. Eddie yeah. George like he's could be bringing block, all kinds of performers from the '90s, R&B performers from the '90s, just off his white hookups, <laughs> and he don't do that. He's just trying to be pure with it. I'm a, I'm a pure so, coach. That's why y'all ask. Any coach out there, any coach out there looking to bring Smut, holla at us. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, wow. like, I'm gonna show you this smut so you know how to navigate around said smut when 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 you get a few dollars in your pocket. So shout out to Ed Reed, man. What else happened this week? Yeah. Oh man. Tonight? Yeah. Speaking of This is this right here is a wild story, yo. Coppin State man has a scandal on their basketball team with one of their coaches catfishing one of their players. Um, and using using say catfish to you know kind of get his boy draw like it's a <laughs> wild story. You know it's very it's a wild, wild man. Story. You got an NBA player who's the head coach. It's it's that what you got so, it, man. So at the end of the day, there's a former Coppin State basketball player who has filed sexual assault and blackmail charges against the school in general. And like Jimmy said, this started because an assistant coach. On the team, the player, um, name was Ibn Williams, like literally name spelled I-B-N, Ibn Williams. Um, he thought he was speaking to a woman through social media when um, he was coerced by this quote-unquote woman to send her explicit texts, you know, dick pics, um, all kinds of stuff in the fall of his freshman year. Damn, dude started early, though, like fall of freshman year. That's your first semester. So what he didn't know that he was 
really communicating with Lucian Brownlee, who was a former Coppin State guard who also served as director of player development and director of basketball operations. So he was getting catfished by basically on the college level. He's getting catfished by the team's general manager. So the complaint accuses Brownlee of manipulating Ibn Williams and sending the news to racy text. Additionally, Brownlee allegedly blackmailed Williams into recording, I'm sorry, into recording, putting it on film, a sexual encounter with him. Now, it came to that because once he realized that it was, I'm not going to put it that way, because he didn't realize it. This is how wild this story is. He didn't realize that it was the, the Brownlee, the general manager, that he was talking to what happened was the woman started to the quote-unquote woman started to send him messages telling him she's going to put all of his pictures and racy texts out there for the world to see if he doesn't have a sexual relationship with brownlee the director of player operations so so put another right His whole thing was he felt like, all right, if this stuff gets out here, I'm going to lose my scholarship and all of this kind of stuff. So he actually approaches Brownlee on this, tells him what he needs to do, and dude was cool with it. So later on, we find out he was cool with it because he set it up in the first place. There was no woman. He blackmailed the dude into smashing, or it was really oral sex, but they recorded Yo, it. Yo, boy was like, you mean what? Come on, man. Come now on listen, on when everything hit the fan, the day before everything was about to hit the fan, he went to the head coach of Coppin State, Juan Dixon. Y'all remember Juan Dixon from the Maryland championship team, played in the NBA yeah, for a quick minute. He went to Juan Dixon and told him, yo, like, what's about to happen? He's embarrassed. He needs to lay low. He said Juan Dixon forced him to come to practice the next day, knowing that everybody would know by that time and, you know, all of dude's business would be out there and he'd be seen differently by his teammates and all of this kind of stuff. So that's where this story is right now. So now he's suing the university for all this. Yo, yo, this got to go, like, come on. Hollywood got to be buzzing yo, right now. Hollywood got to be buzzing. Said, man, you don't lot, lot of run suicides, dog. I ain't trying to hear that. You run some suicides, <laughs> Yeah, I ain't trying to hear that. You know, but my butt hurts. What, you ain't a lot of suicides. It's 2022. I don't care if I got a gun feeder on the team. He said, man, it ain't got nothing. None of my business, man. You can't hit that line, dog. Yeah, oh, I think has no sympathy for his players. Gun eaters. He don't care about gun eaters. Baseline. Yo. Yo, this story is so wild, bro. Like, yo, this is like, Coach, man, I, I, this is what I need. Coach, like, come, come here and suck my neck. <laughs> yo. yo, he's super wild, though. He catfished the dude into – dude should have known something was up when he took the, what the woman told him he had to do, and dude was just cool with it. All right, cool, let's go. <laughs> like, come yo, on, man. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all. Yo. We this speculate is right now, you, and, and I'm probably me. going to get up. This is worse off. than the Howard Jones when when Borg, you know, got all that money from the school. This takes the cake. Yeah. Coppin got the crown now. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, ready for that. Yeah. I'm 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 probably going to get us. I'm probably going to get us. Coach, off. my yeah. butt hurt. He said baseline. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. 
right, B, go ahead. Hurry that up, means man. some preparation is, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> we too immature for this story. Yo, 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 go ahead, yo. I am the work coach's life. You need me to do what? Come over here and suck my name. This story is wild, yo. man. And if you if you Yo, join us late and you don't know what we're this. talking about, just just Google Coppin State basketball. Don't even put Coppin State. The Coppin State basketball scandal. And when you read the story, yo, it's so wild. Like, you're going to think in the first few sentences, like, oh, my God, that's wild. And then you're going to keep reading, like, yo, it's crazy. I'm and telling you, gift, Netflix, somebody, yo. they buzzing right Listen, now. Why TV the bottom of the Only Brett Farm does that. Yeah, this is, this is easy. Yo, he Yo, said, I'm going to release. She said, I'm going to release all of this if you don't go Yo. have oral Yo, sex Yo, with Ibn. the director of player operations on your team. And how does, and how does that Yo, even Ibn. make sense? Like, Yo, like you can't, first of all, you can't Yo, negotiate Ibn. with terrorists. How Yo, does that Ibn. make sense? I'm speaking to Ibn right now. Yo, Ibn, listen, bro, it's okay, man. Like, I know everybody is talking to you like you're the victim, and, and and you are. But you couldn't allow this to happen if you didn't want it to. It's got, it's got to be. It's got to. We don't know where this dude from, man. He might be from the mud. Yo, I don't care if I'm from under. I don't care if I'm from Earth 669. Yo, you can't, like, first of all, Knowing me, if you just say, "Yo, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put your willy out in public," I'm gonna be like, "In or can't? Make sure it's on campus, please." Right, right, make yeah. sure. Who, who gonna see that? I'll be please like, hey, make sure it that? goes to this dorm, that dorm, and that <laughs> dorm. Who gonna see that? Please. So that right yo. there, yo, homie, suspect. Be gonna get yo, into my the thing social is, media yo, page I'm of not, every woman's dorm on campus. I'm not, I'm not going as far as B. Although I think I understand, I understand where B's coming from because my thing is. Even if it was a woman, right? You think that you 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 uh go top off your coach and that's gonna be it? Like she's not gonna like come back later? Like yo, you gotta top him off again? Like you can't negotiate with Terry. Right, that right. Point, if you, you gotta do that, then you gotta know at that moment. All right, this is something deeper than what we talking about. Yo. Like she's not gonna let me off like that because now she knows that she can manipulate me. She can make me do things. Now she exactly. knows that she can exactly. get me she to give away my boy. She's gonna get you to do something if she sees that you're willing to do that. And then, oh, like, she you know, didn't think nothing of it your when your coach spot. was, like, down like that? Like, yeah, let's go. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, he might have wanted that but He might have wanted that pussy touch. <laughs> my man was in the fans. Like, I'll help you, man. Yo, my man, Ibn, my man Ibn had them thoughts before this scenario came down the line. You trying to say he, he wanted to smash his coach already? He, want, he wanted to. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You know, yeah, all right, like, yo, you being see, 100% there might be something to that, Jim. Not necessarily his coach, but not, not how did he coach, pick, but how did he pick dude out? How did he pick dude out? He might have thought, like, because obviously the coach dude is, is gay. So he's probably like, I know this when I see it, but he's afraid to be himself type of thing. Or, so let or me go ahead. the first one that took the bait. Or that's the first one that took the bait. Either that. He probably said, why the email and anything. Like, he was out there just trying to get me. He's trying to get his man coochie eight. So he was out there sending everybody an email. I'm about to say, yes, come on. Oh, I feel lightheaded. All right. All right. Yeah, man. So, yo, y'all mature, yo. 
Yeah, we're too immature to stay on the story, man. Plus, we got a lot to talk about with the 2022 year in review, man. So we gotta get off. No, nah, man, that's they nasty. No, nah, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. Your copy, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna lose that lawsuit too, man. Cause how the coach gonna tell boy hit baseline, yeah. yo? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach said, "Give me five laps. Come on, man. You late? All right, um, <laughs> yo. All right, man. Before we get into these <laughs> hot topics, better touch the line too. In 2022 <laughs> don't, year don't in review. I just want to let y'all know, man, y'all check out our, our website at warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any of the topics that you deem to be, you know, one of the best sports topics of 2022, you can hit us on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That's 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, all you got to do is press 1 if you want to talk, man. You can also join us in the Body Hood chat room, brought to you, of course, by by the hood university man if y'all have always wanted to learn about how to make your work for you in real estate stock market precious metals cryptocurrency and even digital assets such as nfts whatever it's time to go back to school it's time to enroll at by the hood university we want all of our supporters in 2023 to create wealth and leave a legacy for yourself your family whatever whatever you love so you know war room sports like we've been telling you all year, we've partnered with Bada Hood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest and possible financial freedom. So just go to our website, click on the Bada Hood logo at the bottom of the homepage or on our sponsors and partners page. That'll get you started. Use the promo code WRS and receive 15% off every course on the Bada Hood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so you won't get into a, any blackmail situations. So go ahead and do it now. Do it for yourself. All right, man, Hot Topics, brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast, excuse me, with no hassle. They even have in-game live bettings. You can place wagers after the game starts. So join now on my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, that activates your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get your money. That's all there is to it. All right, so before we talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that happened in 2022, to cap this year off, we're going to give you guys the stat of the year and the quote of the year. Stat of the year. You heard this at some point because I'm sure we did this as a stat of the week, but I think this makes our stat of the year. Um, I call this the 22-2 stat. On 2-2-2022, Desmond Bain of the Memphis Grizzlies shot 22.2% from the field. He added two fouls, two assists, two turnovers, two steals, all while wearing the number 22. (laughs) 22-2s. 22-2s. Y'all know what it is. So shout out to Desmond Bain for uh, being chosen as War Room Sports stat of the year. Not really a great stat. Shot 20, 22% from the field. So it's not really a positive stat for you, Des. But um, shout out to you for, for doing something that, that we deem amazing. And our, yeah, uh, that's our, our quote I just want to give a shout out to Maria Davis from Mad Wednesday. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> him, him, him. <laughs> All right, and our, our quote of the year, um, this one, you know, actually came to us sometime in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I think it's, it, I, 
think I can speak for everybody. It quickly shot up the list of, you know, one of the best quotes that we've heard all year. Um, and that quote comes from Kevin Garnett. We don't have to say it because he'll say it for you. Fuck him off, nigga. Fuck him off. And if you don't know the context behind that quote, then you got to go we give a shout out to the homies, man. You got to go check out Q and, and Darius Miles on the Knucklehead podcast. Their interview with, with Kevin Garnett was, was a great one. So go check it out and you'll get the context behind uh, the War Room Sports quote of the year. Fuck him off, nigga. Fuck, yeah, I you Fuck, Fuck him off. Fuck him off. I remember that. <laughs> Yo, All right. that's never not hilarious, yo. Yo. All right, so look, man, 2022, year in review. We got a whole list of stuff for you. Jim, B, if, 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 if topic that y'all want to give bars on, if it's something great that y'all remember about it, we can do that. But we're going to go down this list. If it's something that we don't want to talk right, about, go. we're going to move on. We'll just move on. So let's go. Oh. We're going to go in chronological order. 2022 year in review started early, January 2nd. I know y'all remember this. Y'all man Antonio Brown, <laughs> he pretty much quit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, walked off the field shirtless, and, and caused weeks and weeks of speculation about his mental health. Yo, we haven't seen Antonio Brown on the football field since, man. Y'all think A.B. is ever going to get a, another shot after walking off out of the end zone shirtless while a play um, was going on? Yes. Yeah, yes, he's going to try. Oh, is he going to receive another shot? No. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to talk try and ask. I think the... he's done. It, he took, it took him he, enough. He's going to try and get shot. back into football. Yeah. He's, he's going to try, and I give it 24 months from now. When things die down, he can't, you know, because uh, he's, he's an attention whore. Uh, H, uh, W-H-O-R-E, and, and emphasis on that O to that H-O and R. He's a whore, an attention whore. So he'll latch his wagon onto anything that'll move the needle and bring eyeballs to him. Mental wow. illness, probably, probably. But we're, 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 we're still holding him accountable. Like, that was his, his behavior over the last... Would you say three years, four years, maybe? Yeah, which is the reason I don't think I think he's trouble. done in the NFL because um, he had to go through a lot just to get this shot. And I don't Brady think Brady did everything if, possible. If, I'm about to say, if not for Tom Brady being on, you know, we talk about the the LeBron clock, we talk about the Brady clock. If he's not on Tom Brady time, if he's not on LeBron time, he doesn't get that shot. Because there's no other quarterback in the league that's going to say, all right, you know, I'm trying to get one more before I go, and they just allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, saddest, only because it was Brady, and they figured, like, okay, we, we're, we're on the brink. We got Brady in his last years. We're going to get every great veteran that's available. He's not going to get that treatment anywhere else. So I think he's done. The, 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 he's done. the, saddest, the saddest thing for me probably – besides the legacy that he's damaging for his children, is the fact that it was not a fact. But I believe Antonio Brown at that time, maybe not today, but at that time, 10 wide receiver in the league. Oh, I I think if he just doesn't go downhill from wherever he started his downhill ascent, Antonio Brown was going to challenge, you know, for one of those top two or three spots Mm -hmm. all time. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? You're going to mm-hmm. be talking about him mm-hmm. with T.O. And, and Randy Moss and, you know, maybe the Chicken King. Um, that's yeah. the kind of trajectory he was on, in my opinion, before Perfect laid that hit on him in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I is think that's Burfick's where everything fault? started, started is to, it, to is spiral it a little do we blame, it might, do it we might blame? be, be Burfick's fault because yeah. I truly believe that Antonio Brown has, you know, his CTE is manifesting, you know, early in his lifetime. I, 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 I really saw do. a distinct change after that hit. Yeah. I mean, because he was still nice on the field, but I don't know if he was as nice. And, you know, his mental definitely started to, to take a slide, whether that was just him feeling more comfortable to be himself or – if that was an effect from the vicious hit that he he took that day. I don't know. I don't know. All right. January 3rd, just a mention, just as a shout-out, speaking of Pittsburgh, Big Ben, uh, he leaves Heinz Field for the final time. So he's one of the big-name NFL stars that retired um, earlier this year. Um, Shout-out to Ben Roethlisberger on a great NFL career. Um, not so much shout of a shout-out shout to out him you. for the stuff that he did in bars with co-eds. Um. <laughs> he was happy to see R. Kelly have a new album. He was. Your. All right, hey, uh, January yo. 10th. <laughs> January 10th, the Georgia Bulldogs blast Alabama in the title game, 33-18. to 18. And, you know, it's looking like by all accounts like the Georgia Bulldogs might start off this whole conversation next year with a repeat. Um, anything y'all remember about that game? Probably not the game. Y'all probably just remember Tobias Tears. Tobias Tears. Shout out to Tobias. We'll get to him in a little while as well. But, yeah, you know, we 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 we're, we we talked to Tobias throughout all of these sporting contests in, in the chat. And he he didn't have too good of a night <laughs> that that particular evening. Um, later in January, uh, what people a lot of people were saying might be the greatest NFL divisional round ever. Just to jog people's memory on this, this was that weekend that the Bengals, 49ers, Rams, and Chiefs all win on walk-off scores, and that's the weekend where the Chiefs and the Bills scored 25 points in the final two minutes of regulation for the Chiefs finally to pull it out with a uh, touchdown pass to Kelsey in overtime. I know I can't, but I'm not going to speak for everybody. Do y'all remember, not even just the divisional round, do y'all ever remember just a weekend of playoff NFL football better than that one? No, it's been a long time. No. Yeah, it really has. Most of them games were three-point wins. I think I think it was a out of, out of those four games that I just named the total uh, win margin was 15 points, and then most of them joints were three. And I think the Chiefs won by six because they threw the touchdown in overtime, so that was like the biggest margin all weekend. January 25th, Big Poppy, David Orr comes the first full-time designated hitter to make the Hall of Fame. Now, I remember you know speculation around that. People will wonder if Big Poppy was really Hall of Fame worthy. But, you know, once you throw that moniker on it, you realize, okay, this, this was a first. Like, he was the first dude who, <laughs> who you never saw play in the field 
who actually uh, made it to the Hall of Fame. So shout out to Big Poppy for being a pioneer of something that I'm sure is going to be, you know, we're going to see more of this, um, especially now when you have designated hitters in both leagues. We're going to see this down the line. Uh, February of 2022, the Winter Olympics in wait, Beijing, wait, wait, hold, China hold, hold, hold. started. Yo, what? why is there designated hitters in both leagues now? Yes, as of this past season, now it's designated hitters in the National League, so pitchers don't have to hit anymore. I mean, you know, as baseball purists probably hate it to death because they hated designated hitters, period. But truthfully, casuals shouldn't complain because you don't have to see hitters who are notoriously bad hitters. I'm mean, not hitters, pitchers who are notoriously bad Pitch, hitters. Oh, no, I'm not. Go up to the plate and waste your time. <laughs> and everybody else is What not. about the pitcher? And, what about that pitcher that was a good hitter a, little, a couple of seasons back? Oh, no. Y'all know what I'm talking about? From the uh, Angels, uh, he's still what he is. Asian brother. Yeah, he was in the midst of the home run race, and he was out there throwing no hitters. So, to me, he's the best player in baseball. Like you could say Trout, all you want. You could say all of these other guys. If you can do that, if you can go out here and shut a team down, be one of the top starters on your team, and be a slugger. Yeah, like how is he not the best player in baseball? Like how is he not? In my opinion, he is. So, no, he's still out there, but the, the thing is, like, his team, you know, the desert, he can be – I mean, they can have more power in their lineup because he can hit so they can – you know, they can use the designated hitter at another position or, you know, with another player. The crazy part is the Angels, with him, with Trout, and being able to throw out a designated hitter, in addition to that, still never make the playoffs. I, I just don't understand why the Angels aren't one of the better teams in baseball. But all of that's about to break up. Shout out to Trout saying he wants to come east, and Philly is his preference, even though his contract is like $426 million. It's not my money. <laughs> Pay him. Pay him, Phillies. <laughs> Pay him. All right. what, would, uh, what, would Rob, what would Rob say? Make it happen. Make yeah, it make happen. it happen. Take the ride. Just do it, Phillies. Make it happen. Um, February 2022, the Winter Olympics in Beijing, China started. I ain't even going to hold y'all. I don't even remember the Winter Olympics being this year. <laughs> I really don't. Y'all got any recollection of that? No, I ain't got no bars to that. I, 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 not even bars. Do you remember that the Winter Olympics happened this no. year? No. <laughs> I'm not really a Winter Olympics guy, the Summer man. Olympics when they happen, but... I don't even yeah, remember. summer, yo, summer, summer, summer got stuff on Smash, man. Summer poops yeah. all over winter. I'm like, sorry. See that snow. Shout out um, to Bob Sweaters, but you know, you know what it is. February 13th, the Rams and their dream team defeated the Bengals in Super Bowl 56 at home at SoFi Stadium. Um, Matthew Stafford got off the schneid of being a, a stat machine with nothing to show for it. The Rams went all out, so I'm thinking like. Antonio Brown, okay, if he didn't get picked up by Tom Brady and the Chiefs, I mean Tom Brady and the and the Buccaneers, maybe if somebody had gotten injured, maybe he would have had a shot to get on with the Rams because they were all in last season. And they were one of those all-in teams where they signed so many veterans to short-term deals just to get this Super Bowl. They're trash now, and they're probably going to be trash for at least the next five years. 
So that's what I'm hoping against with Philly. And it doesn't look like it's going down that same because, you know, they are a team who will probably end the regular season with the best record in the league. And they're going to have a high draft pick because of the, the Saints pick. They got cap space, and their quarterback at the moment is still on his rookie deal. So they're looking a little better for the future than the Rams did when they went all out to, to get that Super Bowl. But shout out to them. It worked because the worst thing is when you sell everything out to do this and you don't finish the job, and then you're still going to be in that bad position later. So at least they finished the job. They went all out and got it. <laughs> Just like the Lakers in the, in the bubble, they went all out and got it. It might not be good for a while, but it worked. Um, March 11th, y'all man Greg Popovich won his 1,336th game as an NBA coach, making him uh, number one all time in wins. Now, he's number one all the time in wins. Do y'all think that Greg Popovich is the greatest NBA coach of all time? Like, greatest, best? What y'all think? Nah. Or is he My, just top uh, 15 with that? He has the table. He has the table. We're at the table with. I mean, what he, Greg, what he doing right Phil, now? Red. I don't know. What's Greg maybe, doing right now? Larry, some game Larry, right now. Right now. Win, <laughs> I mean, it just shows you that no matter how great you are as a coach, you need players. Like, you need players. Like, you're not going to win it, I think it's, without yeah, players. I think it works both ways. It works both ways, too. Like, so great players. I mean, if you look at all the people who we consider great coaches, they had great players and vice versa. You look at the great players. Right. Ain't too many great players that didn't have great coaches. Like, it, they, work, they work together. The the only one is, well, well, because Isaiah Thomas says this about LeBron, but I think at the end of the day, uh, the boy in Miami is going to get his props. But when it was done, you know, he was a young coach. So he's probably never going to get his props for, you know, it's always going to be LeBron, Wade, and Bosh carried to him, carried him to his, uh, to two of his championships. But I think he's a great coach in his own right. I'm talking about Eric Spolstra, but I don't think he's ever going to get those props because when that happened, he was a young dude and people still think that they were deferring to, to uh, Pat Riley in the front office and all of that kind of stuff. We'll never know. But I, I, but I definitely like to give him his props, man. He's a good coach, um, great coach. Uh, March 13th, LeBron James, speaking of LeBron, he became the first NBA player with 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000-plus assists. The closest player <laughs> to him is Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd is about 1,200 rebounds short of being in that 10K, 10K, 10K club. So LeBron just adding to his legacy, adding to his greatness. There's going to be a lot of things when when it's said and done that he's done that nobody else in the history of the game has done. Yeah, he he, he, he maxi padding. No, he yeah, wouldn't be. No, he can I, do that. Padding, but the thing is, after 20, who can still play like this after 20, man? No, no, that's that, that, a lot of people going to be able to maxi pad after twenty because they just ain't got it. Very, Yo, here's the thing: like real Kobe quick, had to real hold quick, his yeah, real quick, until his he, very last game to give you sixty going out. We got a question. We got a question um, from the chat that um, you know, going back to your previous uh, talk about Popovich, they want to know um, if you had to choose, would you take Popovich or Doc? <laughs> who asked that? Doc, who? 
<laughs> God, <laughs> wait. Holiday? <laughs> I'm your hoverbearer. R.I.P. R.I.P. Doc, Doc Holiday, man. What are you talking about? Is Doc McStuffins? Let's <laughs> take care of Doc Rivers. <laughs> Who asked that? Yo, Tobias, man, you know he's trolling, man. Oh, no, he's trolling. Okay, I thought it was somebody that asked that for real. Like, why, Daku? McStuffins? All right, so uh, shout out to Bron. Uh, March, uh, just March period. I don't know if y'all remember this, because actually, you know, I, I, I had it had to be mentioned for me to actually remember it. But in the tournament, March Madness, 15 seed St. Peter's was the Cinderella of this particular tournament. They upset number two Kentucky, number seven Murray State, number three Purdue, to become the Elite Eight's first ever 15 seed. I do remember, you know, after reading it, I do remember it happening. Um, it would be great, though. Like, I want to see one of these teams finish it. You know what I'm saying? And then we don't have to sit here like, man, do you remember that? You're not going to forget if one of these teams finishes the, the job and actually wins it. But it's like, it's always a situation where the Cinderella does some amazing stuff, <laughs> and then they get into a situation and they, they turn back into a pumpkin and, and and doesn't finish the job. But shout out to St. Peter's for a great run. Um, do y'all even remember that? Oh, y'all nope. Did, no. <laughs> y'all put it out your memory that quick? I mean, they, they had blue yep. uniforms. That's, that's what I remember. April 2nd, uh, a week later, Coach K retires after losing in the final four to their arch rivals, UNC. He retired after 47 seasons, five national titles with Duke, and over 70-some-odd uh, players that he sent to the NBA. I know he had a great career, but how much Quality do you think it hurts to have a plan that this is your last season, so you already know, and then you end up losing in the final four of all places to your arch rival? Like, how much do you all think that hurts? That gotta be yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I think it's re- like because to me it's one of those things where it's like, damn, it, you think about it for one quick second, like, like I don't want to end it like this. Like even if I'm going to end it on a loss in the final four, final eight, wherever, like not to these dudes, man. Like come on. So now I, mean, I can't say I'm the not rest glad of it. Ha- say I'm not glad it happened, but you know. Right. <laughs> All right. April third. The next day, Don Staley, Philly's own Don Staley, got it, the University of South Carolina, to their second national championship in five seasons. Um, so, you know, she's undefeated in national championships. She's been there twice. She's won it twice. Um, what did happen that day was they beat Gino Ariema and the Yukon Huskies, and I believe that was his first um, title game loss. In, in 12 tries. So she set, you know, her own history, and she 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 put a little blemish in the history of Gino Ariema. Y'all got anything to say to hometown Dawn? Salute to you, Dawn. Yeah, man. Donnie. Yeah, man. You know, a legend. A Philadelphia legend. All right, April 4th, Kansas. A lot of history being made in these tournaments. Kansas, y'all remember this, maybe. Kansas came down, came back from 15 down at the half 
to beat UNC 72-69 to uh, to win its fourth national uh, championship itself. Uh, 15 points was the biggest deficit that has been overcome in a national title game, at least a men's national title game. Y'all remember any of that? <laughs> no. I got old men memories. Yo, we old. <laughs> old yo, they're like, oh, I, I just thought, yo, it's, just, it's December. Dog, it's, it's hard for me to even care about yeah. some of this stuff. <laughs> All right, May 9th, the Joker. I know y'all remember this. We talked about this for a million years leading up to it. The Joker. Hey, man. Name NBA MVP for a second straight season. I, think I remember that. It. Man, listen, man, Embiid is the best center in the league, man. I remember that because I was hating. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and they and they about to try, and I hope he stay healthy because what they going to do now? What they going to do now with, with who? With Embiid? With Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, I think he's headed to. Uh, you've been watching Joker? I hope. He, I <laughs> I'm like, you've been watching Joker? If, yeah. It might come down to a thing where he don't get it because they got Joker fatigue, but he gonna be right up in the mix right now. I say your top four candidates are Joker, Embiid, Tatum, and and um, Luca, who just put up a sixty point triple Yo, double you know, himself. What's crazy? What's crazy is I don't know how, but somehow like JoJo is like. Un, like he's he's like underrated. Like he don't get the props that Joker gets. He don't get the props. Tatum, like all the other right, guys you mentioned. Right now, when I, wa- when I watch have, it, like his when name I watch isn't it. even coming up. I just put his name in the four. But usually they talk about. So far they're talking about those three. <laughs> Yo, like I watch it the nat from the national media perspective. He don't get no love, and I don't know if it's like they hate the Sixers or they hate him personally. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't. It's, it's it's foul, yo. It's foul how they don't him, yo. He's, he's like underrated. As good as he is, but, as dominant as he is, I don't know, man. Well, I told y'all what that was last year, man. They, they hate the process, and they're going to hate it forever, man. They hated the fact that this team openly tanked and to, to even get to where they were, to even get the player that, you know, we're touting as MVP. But what's also always going to hurt Joel Embiid in these arguments not me, this is the voters, the games that he misses. Because B already said, well, I hope he stays healthy. Well, he's already missed 12 games this season. Everybody else yeah. in the race has played way more games than he has already. He's been the leading scorer in the league for a few weeks, but it just now started to register because he just now, earlier this week, had enough games played to even be on the list. So you're wishing him staying healthy. And he took a fall the other night that I was saying to myself, like, he's going to finish this game, then he's going to miss the next 12. So <laughs> we'll see if anything happens from that. But but I don't know, man. Some, that, that other boy, he, he's still nice. Like, I, yeah, I will be like, Jim, it, that's, like, easy for Jim, for me. If you ask me who's the best center in the league, like, I'm going to shuck and job and, and try to get around the question because it's not that easy for me at all. Oh, it's easy um, for me. Scott, for political reasons. You got robbed, no homer. Um, Listen, I mean, man. In the word, in the word, in the words of the angel named Ethan Ray, man. Move for everybody black. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got no trouble. We ain't got no problems telling people that. That's why you know I'm not gonna say no homer because 
a lot of me wanting him to win it last year was because I'm a Sixers fan and because he's black. <laughs> so it's all Homer with me. Um, all right, so what happened after that? The Warriors beat the Celtics in six for Stephen Cruz. Um, Steph finally got his his coveted Finals MVP award. Is there anything left in this NBA for Steph to do, for Steph to prove? Not for nah, me. Nah, nah. Let me I was never a critical guy. So. He better than Zeke. I was. A, he been better than him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, Is yo, that coming I, from I, a I Jordan think he might be, in you? I think he might be, but I think it's difficult for me to say. Like, I don't, I, I might be like, I, I don't Zeke know. Blacker than him. Like, it's hard for me to say that, dog. Like, <laughs> he likes getting Zeke I saw I saw Zeke with a broken foot give out like forty. Like, right. Yeah, and did. I see Zeke he do it all by himself. Zeke didn't, you know, like, yeah. He did that. So I, it's difficult for me. <laughs> he, he did that. June twenty sixth. <clears throat> Uh, this is very inconsequential to this show. We don't talk much about this, except for when we used to have a homie Puck Daddy on. <laughs> Shout out to him. Um, Colorado Avalanche wins the Stanley Cup. August of 2022, this is when a lot of legends in this one particular sport started announcing retirements. Serena Williams in a, in a what was it, a, a Vogue issue? She announced her retirement through a, a, a nice, heartfelt letter. Um, not too long after that, Roger Federer also announced that he was going to be hanging it up after a certain tournament. Yo, are these the two greatest tennis players of all time? Hmm. It's arguable. I think Serena might be the GOAT, but um, yeah, I guess it's arguable. Okay. Um, I mean, okay. and even if, you know, because people don't like us to do this, even if you if you break it down between the men's and women's games, are these, is this the women's GOAT and the man's GOAT? I, I, I think she is undisputed, but I think there's a couple cats in their prime, I would argue for. One being Pete Sampras, who I never liked when he played, but... I didn't like him because he kept he always beat everybody else I root for. <laughs> no. The reason I didn't like him is because he was so damn good. Like, you know, what I mean, I was an Agassi dude. Sampras to me is the best that the best that um, America has to offer, especially. But I don't think there are any Americans in that argument. <laughs> I don't. You know, you got Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, those type of dudes. I don't think Sampras is on that level, but I think mm. he's the closest American to being on that level. But shout out to him. Uh, September 23rd, y'all man Albert Pujols <laughs> came back to life because he wasn't doing a damn thing but collecting a big-ass check. But Albert Pujols joins Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds as the only members of the 700 Home Run Club. How big of a deal is that? a lot of damn dingers. Mm. <laughs> and the thing is, when, like yeah. around that time when he did it, like he actually came back to life a little bit. Like he didn't just hit, you know, one to get the record and then chill. Like he he was playing pretty well at that time. Um, yeah, he went to work. Yeah, he tried. Even in the playoffs against the Phillies, he tried. He didn't do much, but 
when it came down to it, when their backs were against the wall and they needed a hit, they needed hits to stay alive. Pujols was one of the dudes that gave them what they what they needed. So he showed his medal as an old head, as a legend of the game. Um, September 29th, um, that was a day that Tua Tungavailoa died on the football field. Are there any bars about that? I think he has um, since then done his best Got- Jesus impersonation. And he's back he died with a couple. He died a couple more times. <laughs> ain't, ain't he literally in the protocol right now? He is. He he's is. back he's in the, the protocol, protocol right now. now. And can't, yeah, they shut him down for the rest of the year. And people are talking like, yo, he needs to seriously consider retirement because every time he goes to the turf, he gets his egg split. Seriously consider. Like he get, he should have go down and he get up with a headache. Like no matter what, he got a headache time when he was throwing gang signs should have been the last time we ever saw that man on the field yeah. all right october 4th shot the two turn the ball over <laughs> october 4th aaron judge breaks roger maris's 61 year old american league home run record with his 62nd dinger of the year that's a that's interesting because roger maris hit 61 home runs in 1961, and that American League record stood for 61 years, so 61s, 61-61s. <laughs> um, the crazy part, though, Jim and B, I think they were making a big deal out of this because they wanted something other than the fact that Barry Bonds had already broken the record. He just wasn't in the American League, so now they were going to hype up the fact that it hadn't been done in the American League because they don't want to recognize Bonds as having done that. Because yeah. y'all think if it weren't for, down. you know, the whole Bonds situation, that they would have made a big deal out of this? The whole big deal was Roger Maris hit 61 home runs, which was the most in the league. And that record stood in the league until, you know, in the whole league, until Barry Bonds broke it. But the fact that they don't want to acknowledge him, they're like, oh, we have another – we have a reason to make a big deal out of something. So now they just narrowed it down to the American League. Am I looking? Am I reading too too much into that, or y'all think it's something there? No, no, no they hate Bonds. They hate they hate Barry, man. They yeah. hate Big Joe. <laughs> they definitely. I mean, we know that. We know that. All right. They um, some sad news. November fifth, the Houston Astros win the World Series in six games over our Philadelphia Phillies. But um, shout out to Dusty Baker, becoming only the second black. Uh, manager to ever win the World Series, and and Dusty had been so close so many times. It's good to see him get over the hump. I just wish that we saw him go over, get over that hump against somebody else. Um, a shout, shout out to all to the people eating the barbecue that Dusty was uh, cooking up during the series. Word, mm-hmm. <laughs> black rubbers. <laughs> all right, November thirteenth. Another sad story. Three members of the UVA football team were shot and killed by a former player on a uh, on a charter bus, on a field trip bus. Again, we talked about it then, but rest in peace to those three young men. Um, I'm hoping they can somehow get back to some some sort of normalcy on that campus, you know, on that that football team. But I know it's difficult. You know, you just lose three people like that to somebody who supposedly used to be one of their brothers is still, you know, I still don't know. 
you know, a month and month and some change later, like what what were the motives? Have y'all heard anything? Like why did he do this? Like what happened? No. Mm-hmm. I still don't know. Uh, all right, that's crazy. All right, so December eighth, Brittany Griner was freed after nine months in a Russian prison for <laughs> smuggling weed in her uh, bags while she was trying to get out of the country because they were about to go to war. Um, any any thoughts on that? She's been home for a couple of weeks now. Yo, welcome home, Brittany, man. Like, you know, all the jokes and everything that we kicked about it, dog, like, that still was foul to get caught up in the, um, to be a political prisoner. You know what I'm right. saying? That was the worst timing ever, yo. That time, yo, imagine like, the timing of that, dog. It's like, yeah. So, you know. And then was, we then got was a lot of for Victor Bout, one of the most notorious <laughs> arms <laughs> dealers in the they world. Swapped a pawn, they swapped a pawn for a queen. Yeah, we're going to move on. Yo, the funny thing um, is I've been reading about that too, right? So th- th- so one thing I didn't know, even the whole time we was making jokes, Bo was about to get out in two years anyway. Like, he had a sentence that he was serving, and he, his sentence was coming to an end. Damn. It, it, was, it wasn't like he was in there for life. He was actually getting ready to get out anyway. So that's worse for Biden, <laughs> as far as the Republicans go. Are you going to let her out, and Bo was about to – no, no, I guess – Yeah. Actually, I guess that – you know, that's the reverse. That works in his favor. If you care. Yeah, that I'm about to say favor. if you care. But, you know, when you, in America, yeah. with I mean, you know, political po- system, politics they're gonna, is usual. Yeah, they're going to make a way to, to hold you accountable for it. But that actually makes more sense for the people who actually care. Like, okay. He gave up Bull, but Bull was going to get out anyway. So that's good information right there. All right, December 10th. Uh, USC quarterback Caleb Williams wins the Heisman Trophy. I ain't gonna hold you. That happened like <laughs> two weeks ago. And, you know, I don't know. I ain't oh, he won? The ceremony. I didn't know. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Yeah, I didn't know he won already. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that they had the, the ceremony. I actually turned away from it when I saw that it was on. I just wasn't interested. Oh, I didn't know the ceremony mm-hmm. happened already. <laughs> uh, December listen, man, 13th. I, listen, uh, y'all gotta forgive me, man. December 13th, man, it's a big day in the war room, man. Argentina beats France in what many is calling the greatest FIFA World Cup final match ever. Lionel Messi the Great finally gets his coronation as the GOAT. He got what everybody thought was, you know, he was missing at World Cup. He's a champion now. What they going to say now? Hey, listen, man. I've been watching Premier League and La Liga ever since, man. I, I got I got Peacock, pause. You know what I'm saying? Watching Premier League all week, so you know, shout out shout out to uh, B. Austin, you know, for for uh, bringing me around to the dark side. The World Cup yes, changed Jimmy's life. <laughs> World Cup, yo, that game, yo, that game was so great. Yeah, it changed but the whole tournament. Life. The whole tournament was was yo, lit. but it, yo, but you know, I was I was I was already in before the, before that game. Like yeah, the game just yo, solidified. Yo, watching watching Croatia, watch yo, Cro- Cro- watching Croatia play like because they played, you know, they they was balling like yo, but yo, Jimmy has you know, added a whole this, new sport in his older age. <laughs> and anybody listen, who's been dog, with us for this past any time during this past thirteen years in the war room knew the type of stuff Jimmy said when the game of football. AKA soccer came up 
Oh, listen, I, I slandered it on God. Listen, <laughs> there, there are two people. There are two people that brought me around. One is a uh, shot the Westman child, who's been on a, a friend of the show, been on the show before. He's been telling right. me for years that soccer is a beautiful game. See, but B. Austin got me because B. Austin knows the, the ish that I'm into. So B. Austin hit me with all the political, all the political, geopolitical things that go. And I'm like, all right, I'm sold. He now, hit you with the geopolitical and he hit you with all the analogies. Like, this is like this. This is like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so, how I, so, yo, that's how I had to understand the sport yeah. myself. Yeah, he had to explain it to you in like, in like hoop terms. Hoop. <laughs> yo, yo, but once, once, he brought the, once he brought the politics in and I started watching those docs, I'm like, Oh, this is bigger. Yeah, like yo, people fight wars over this stuff. I'm all in. Yo, that's why yo, listen on the on the humble and in America is definitely on the come up, but there's a thought that it can never reach it, the peak that that the world the the world holds it in a certain esteem. Like it's so important that cats go to war over soccer. In America, you ain't going to war over no soccer. It's that, but also America has this thing that when we're not number one at something, we don't care. And I recognize that during the Olympics because the only sports we tend to care about in the Olympics are ones that we dominate. Like, if we don't dominate or we're not competitive in it, we don't care about it. Right. Like, we don't support support our Olympic athletes that don't finish. We support swimming and track, even though, you know, we Jamaica's bitch in track, but – we support swimming track. Yeah, we, er, er, everybody Jamaican <laughs> bitching track. <laughs> and hoops. That's Yo, about things it. that we're good at, dog. And let right. us and let us have a year where we actually are competing at something. We jump on the on the train, but for the most part, we don't support our Olympic athletes. Right. I mean, US, y'all saw how American good at uh, soccer rating. All these people dropped out of the woodwork. Right. When we then you saw how like you. when when they lost, you saw how the ratings in America just dropped off. <laughs> dog, like, I right. told you, I told you, I was in a deli down, downtown Philly with a bunch of people who were from other countries. As a matter of fact, the dude that owns a deli is a, is a Russian Russian brother. But And we were all sitting there um, watching the World Cup. And, it, you know, White South Philly boy walked in like, why well, I'm still watching this shit in America. He said it like just matter of fact. And they all turned <laughs> to look at him like they was about to like lay the murder game down. I was like, yo, I can't believe boy said that. Um, but that, he was about to, that's America. He was about to bout his ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's about to disappear. He's gonna end up in, chopped up in Romania somewhere. But no, uh, but um, yeah, like you know, but the Olympics will teach you that, dog. Like we don't care about Americans that you know participate in curling because we ain't gonna win. <laughs> yeah. All right, more history was made, but on the ice, December fourteenth, Ovi, um, Alex Ovechkin uh, scored a hat trick. To join Gordy Howe, huh? <laughs> Just, he He's joined Gordy Howe, Gretzky as the only NHL players with 800 plus goals in his career. Obviously, he still play. He still got a few teeth left. Um, last but not least, December 17th. Just a good, you know, good 10, 12 days ago. The Minnesota Vikings down 33 points at the half to the Indianapolis Colts complete the largest comeback in NFL history um, Jim in Ersay winning that game. Be, uh, Jim Irsay needs to be wagon wheel flogged for putting <laughs> Jeff Saturday in. <laughs> yeah, they tanking, yo. They was tanking. They got the halftime and they started they was going to tank. <laughs> they tanked the halftime. Yeah, right, they so. tanking for Wimbayama. 
that's everything. Um, I mean, that's everything we got here. But y'all got any anything that y'all remember from the year that y'all want to add to this list? Yo, anybody man, in the chat that, room? Anybody? Uh, Who was your favorite that is thing of the year? Email Doku. Email. Man, you gotta talk about email. Mr. Neal. Email and Kyrie, man. Email and Kyrie, the two biggest stories in the NBA. No more. Mr. Neal, no more. Yo, the funny thing about the Kyrie Jordan is like we 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 just move on from stuff so fast. Like yo, like I saw Kyrie put up like forty the other night, and no one even cares no more about all the stuff that was going on like a month ago. (laughs) Email Kyrie, Kanye, and uh. Yeah, Dion. They shut Dion down. Dion, Dion. Yo, I watched Kyrie. I watched Kyrie ball the other. First of all, first of all, Kyrie and Durant are out of pocket because ever since Steve Nash got fired, they're going nuts, and it's almost like they just wanted to get ball out of there. Because uh, either that or Jock Vaughn really know how to coach. Um, not Jock. Who's they coach? Jock Vaughn is they coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, yeah, one of them. Shock. Utah Jazz names. Yeah, Jock. But anyway, either he either he knows how to coach or they were just trying to get rid of Nash because they turned it up. But watching Kyrie play the other day, dog, he was making moves, and I'm like, I used to I used to like not not necessarily hate, but you know, I don't like to crown people before I actually recognize it personally. And when folks are saying he's the most skilled player like ever or in the league now, I'm like, eh, he's very he's up there. I don't know, dog. I'm re- I'm ready to say it now. Like, yo, the stuff he was doing, dog, it's like. Yo, no human being can do that. <laughs> I mean, his skill, his skill level is is. Yo, I felt like I was fiat in the ball. Like, yo, yo, no fiat. Like, what? Yo, he was. Just, I thought about him off of my doing spin. Yeah, like, fuck him off. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, uh, yo, got to, yo, got to catch myself. But yo, Kyrie, basketball wise, isn't isn't a class by himself. That's all I'm gonna say. No wow. human being can do that. <laughs> All right, so before we hit the the, the phone line uh, to see what's popping, uh, we just want to give some R.I.P. shout-outs to the sports legends that didn't make it through 2022. Um, so definitely want to give a shout-out to Bill Russell, Ben Scully, Tua Tungavailoa, Mike Leach, Franco hey, Harris, yo. Paul Silas, Fred Hickman, Gaylord Perry, Ray Guy, Ernie Shavers, Lynn Dawson, Cut it out, Pete Carrill, Martin Briscoe, uh, B. Austin's homie, the only Dallas Cowboy he's ever liked, Marion the Barbarian, Barbara the Third, Bob Lanier, John Clayton, Johnny Greer, who was the first black NFL referee, Charlie Taylor, Bill Fitch, Dan Reeves, and the latest news that hit the wire earlier today, Jimmy, of all people, was the ones that report this news to us because he's like a soccer fanatic now. Pele. We talked about it over the last couple of weeks, how, you know, Pele's family was saying he was on his deathbed. He had been moved to hospice uh, a couple of days ago. Well, his his daughters or somebody was like like live chatting, tweeting from his, his bedside. Yeah. It was. They was yeah, they was they was drawing, yo. Like every yeah. yo, everything ain't meant for online, yo. Yeah, they out of pocket. But yo, did you, about did you, says his last did you goodbye. Mention, uh, ain't said a damn thing. He was sitting there looking like he was dead already, and they talking about he says his yeah, last. Yeah, did goodbye. you? Did you mention Mo Wagner? 
Who? The boy, the boy that played for Orlando. Uh, what's his name? Mo, Mo, how you pronounce it? Wagner. Wagner. Oh, Mae May Wagner. Mae Wagner. He got murk last <laughs> night. Yeah, he did get murk last night. Um, which one? I'm trying to think which one is, is which. Was it? I think it was the better one that got murk. Yeah. The boy that came second was was the one. Yeah. What happened? He didn't look like he hit the ball that hard. Was he already out? When yo, he was he in the he hitting, yo. Like he, they, so they, they were like coming to the sideline. They got tingled up. The ball was like falling into the bench, and the, and the, the piston young boy like swung, but hit him like right in the back of his neck. So it was like where he hit him. He <laughs> hit him in one of them spots where he was like, yo, who's he hitting? Ball was like snoring. He just fell limp. Ball, but damn. Yeah, it looked um, like a Rudy, like a Rudy T moment. So how many, uh, how many games he gonna get for doing that? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even. He, he, better, he better be lucky. David Stern in the round. You know, David Stern used to roof cats. And the Wagner, Silver, 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 Wagner, he got a brother in the league that play on the same team. So the next time they play, if they don't roll on ball, they some bitches. <laughs> yeah, they they saw they they ain't named the Quisco brothers. Quisco brothers yeah. pull up. Or the I mean, not Quisco. Uh, what's what's uh, the the Joker? The Joker and them. The Joker brothers. The Joker brothers. <laughs> Yo, the yeah. Joker's brothers be going at Yo, the, the Morris Twins ain't said nothing about that in months. Yeah, like, like they, they pull they, right they, up. They, they pull right up front row. Right, because you know they, you know they tough guys. Like they tell you what they're gonna do to you later. They ain't said nothing about that. They like we are gonna leave that alone. They like because they probably man, know. The Joker brothers say you must know. They, they say yeah, I'm gonna say they must don't know the Lord of War is home. We ready right now. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone lines. Before we get out of here for 2022, we got the homie Tobias waiting on the line to tell us his moments of 2022. I'm sure they all surrounding Alabama football. What's up, Tobias? Man, fuck that trash team this year, man. <laughs> yeah, this trash team. Yeah, we got a horrible assistant. Hopefully, Bill. <laughs> hey, my moment will be. It won't Damn. be the twenty third part of twenty twenty three where Bill O'Brien accepts the offensive coordinator position in New England. Uh, and I'm still hope the defensive coordinator Pete Gold ain't throwing fine some racist comments for him, some racist tactics. Yo, it be, be the fans of these dynasty teams that win all the time that be so spoiled that y'all be hey, saying the craziest thing. You sound like Fred. I, 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 I have that. to correct you, Dev. Mr. Matt Miller, I got to say it right. Matt Miller. What happened? I, I got to say it right. It's not Mick Miller. I got to say Matt Miller. Uh <laughs> Mac, Mac you know, million. us Alabama fans will hate the coach and complain when we're losing. Bill Curry went like 10 and 0 three years in a row, but lost to Auburn three years in a row. They threw a brick through his window. Uh, just how it goes out there. We're angry all the time. We, you know, so, that, hey, we complain all the time about that Alabama. You'll see. Uh, you know, but uh, – you know, yes, Georgia won the championship last year. It was funny because we had those receivers come in who complained about not getting any run. Soon as as the nature boy Rick Flair said, when they had to walk down that aisle, but they ended up pissing down their leg in that game, dropping everything. But uh, but one thing y'all talk about basketball, right? Uh, I think Luca is going to be the all-time leading scorer if he stays healthy. Broad ain't gonna have that record too long. When Luca's done, I think he'll be that yeah. guy because Luca Luca came into the league looking 19. like Yeah, but he came into the league he's nineteen years old, but his body looked like it was thirty six. So do you really think Luca's gonna stick around long enough? I mean that's a a big reason why 
Kareem and now LeBron are putting this record so far out of reach because that's 20 years apiece. And Bron is going to be it's going to be even crazier because that's 20 years of like he had more years late where he's still just as effective as he's always been than Kareem has. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's 20 tough. years of peace right there. It's going, it's I don't know. Going, it's going to be I don't tough. know if Luca old ass body got 20 years in it. Yeah, it, it's going. It's going to be tough man ball because like 13. If you give if you give LeBron his true credit, and and you can nitpick, but I, yo, I'm not even really. He might be redefining what someone's prime is. Like, dude is obviously not what he was 10 years ago. He's not what he was in the middle. But, like, yo, Bull can go out and get 25, 10, and 8 still, almost at will. Not the same impact. But, yo, his his athleticism, his athleticism as a middle-aged man is bandoodles, yo. And you know what, though? Because I was looking at the list today, the all-time scores, and you guys are right, it's about health. I think what Jordan ended up. He finished third when he retired, and he was, like, right around a little under 6,000 short of Kareem. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember he got hurt his, rookie, his second year, quit one year, came back halfway through, you know, and Jerry Ryan still didn't want to pay Michael Jordan $30 million. You're right. It's about health. And Kobe got hurt before a couple of times and stuff. So health has health is a big thing. And Lucas' health may be an issue because he eats, he eats the same diet we do. You know, so, uh, you know, so. Luca eat what he want. Luca ain't never been in shape. That's what's scary yeah. about he that and night. Also, never been in shape. The, the rules. I always that might say, be why he ain't taking it seriously. He's like, I'm yeah, because people, like uh, it's like people, right? I always say, people always say, well, these guys this, no one can do this. I was like, well, you can't look at, that's why it's hard to compare eras because the games and all these sports are played differently. Even baseballs played differently now, where it's all about the home run or the strikeout. There wouldn't even be a place with Tony Gwynn today because they don't value base hits now. So, uh, but yeah, so these games are played differently. You guys are talking about Jokic, right? That's like you're right. I saw jo- like Joel Embiid's numbers. I'm like, how come ain't nobody talking about this dude's numbers? <laughs> you know, but Jokic breeze, wrong breeze, right? They they all over it, you know. And I'm not not taking anything away from them, but I, I think y'all you know I think favorite. y'all do actually. I think y'all be taking yeah. stuff away from dude. Like we no, all know no, it's, 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 it's Joker's a baller. It's respectfully. It's crazy. But the, the way they the way they act is completely different with him than with JoJo. Like. Yo, I've seen him go crazy with the Joker scoring like twenty and getting like fifteen boards. Like JoJo does that all the time. Like they, the, the reaction is completely no, different. No, because when that's he gets twenty and fifteen boards, he also add like eleven assists to it. That's that's yeah. But different. what I'm saying is the reaction to him having a great the reaction to him having a great game is different than the reaction of JoJo having a great game. JoJo to yeah, me, because, I don't even understand how is this under pre like the the reaction's not the same. See, the problem I had, like y'all was talking about, like last year, the MVP, right? They just said okay. Jokic won because Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. got hurt. And Michael Porter Jr. been hurt since he was in college. But uh, And I was like, when did Jamal Murray become Kobe? Yeah. That's they should, never, they should never count Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, as, it did. As, like, as, But as I was like, well, Ben Simmons ain't played all year, and Doc is his coach. <laughs> Why can't we factor that in? Uh, you know? 
And, uh, so I just hate the net. It's like his numbers are better, but he's going to get fatigued because the last person to win three straight MVPs was Larry Bird. And, uh, and I, Michael and I never did I'm, it. Magic, LeBron never did it. I guess I'm probably, you know, I'm more difficult on on Embiid because he played for my team. Because when I'm watching the game, I be wanting more. Like he scores, but then the stuff that he does at certain times that kind of hurts the team, it takes away from that from a fan where everybody else just gonna see, oh, he cooking, or they might even see the highlights or the box score. And they don't see the stuff that's frustrating me, like the seven straight turnovers in the fourth quarter, stuff like that, and the fact that he only averaging nine point seven rebounds. He's the biggest dude on the planet, right? The problem is he wants. He, the, I tell you what the problem is. One, this is where Doc, you need a real coach, but also because these big men today don't want to play big. This is why all these guards are getting all these rebounds. <laughs> you know. Uh, right. Bro, we See, know you hit a jumper. The point when you when you're comparing him to a joker. Okay, if your ass gonna be out at the top handling the ball, then you need to be playmaking as well. And that's that's why they get excited over ball. Plus, I think he just got some deficiencies that that's gonna make you more excited because I don't understand how Joker and I don't understand how Luca do the things that they do and put up the numbers that they do because they just don't seem like they're more athletic than balls down at 24 hour fitness. Like you know I don't what get it is. It. I tell you what it is. Cause my cousin, he's like 25. He loves talking about, well, these guys are more athletic. I'm like, if it's all about athleticism, why is Aaron Gordon the best player in basketball? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Tyrus Thomas should be a Hall of Famer than it's by athleticism. But it's skill. Because we got two fat Euro guys cooking everybody. Because American basketball with its crap AAU system, they just roll the balls out and say, hey, just act like you're Steph Curry, even though you shoot more like, uh, you know, Bruce Bowen. And these guys, and like, and one thing, like, Luca always said, I think Giannis, all these European guys say it's easy to score, but the people, all these casuals keep thinking it ain't about the, the talent, it's about the way the game is played. And that these guys don't – it's like the game is played. Because if you look at how, like, even the early 2000s, the paint was clogged. Now it's wide open where Lucas said, hey, campaign, I want you to guard me. We're going to do switch after switch after switch. I get the guy I want. I spread everybody out where you can't help, and I cook you. It's no knock on anybody. You just have to play by the rules presented. And – uh and, and I think that's a factor also how the game is played, even compared to – because you remember the Olympics. Those guys, the American teams were struggling because they were trying to flop and look for the foul, and they couldn't even cook a zone defense. It took them a couple of games. So it's just how the game is played now. All right, man, what's your favorite sports moment of the year? We got to get out of here. I got AAU practice. I got to go roll these balls out. <laughs> Hopefully oh. your kid covered the spread this time. Ooh, I'm tired yeah. of not covering. But, uh, you know – my moment, my moment is going to be at the end of the year when Tom Brady gets let go because I'm tired of the Bucks acting like they can't move on back by the middle-aged quarterback. God hell! Yeah, but, um, thinking this place up, and everybody got every excuse. Why is everybody else? Bro, yeah. I went to that game, fellas. I went to that game. All these people doing blaming the coordinator. I'm like, uh, he just threw two picks. He 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 throwing to the running back more than Mike Evans. And Mike Evans out here getting light-skinned raised during the game because he ain't getting the ball. But they the want to play the coach. Call that play. 
You shouldn't have yeah, called that player. Because you remember, I, y'all, I'll say this real quick. Y'all remember I said when Tom Bowles took that job, so that's the worst thing for him because it's go wrong. They ain't blaming Tom Brady. They ain't going to blame yeah. him and the offensive coordinator. Yeah, you definitely said that. And it's definitely yeah, but hey, he gonna have that job for hey, a short amount of time. Hey, that's why I say, hey, and by the way, I'm gonna send y'all guys a clip because I saw 20 minutes of them frying Derek Carker to meet. That's another quarterback who benefits with good PR, <laughs> you know, Derek Carr. But uh, you guys have a good New Year, and I will be cheering. I'll be rooting against the Georgia Bulldogs. You damn right I am. <laughs> of course you are. Damn right, they they, they y'all daddy. Hey, they ain't our dad. Hey, they play the church league schedule this year. But hey, y'all guys have a good day. All right, we wrap to you next year. All right, man, that's that's it for us for 2022. Jim, you want to get us up out of here? Another year down. Listen, man. Shout out to everybody who supports us and has been supporting us. We appreciate you. Nothing but love. But make sure you check back with us next week because we will be back here. But, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and please stay safe out here. Um, but catch everything we do and also pick up my book, Sports the Book. Everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps next year. Now give me my theme music. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.